Disclaimer. No longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we are all in this together. Questions and comments from anyone on any topic are welcome, so long as everyone is having fun. Life is short and nobody gets out alive, so be kind and let's have some fun. Welcome to Morning Coffee with Alliance Pride. Here's your host, Cassidy Lightwing. Go for Kristen. Hello and welcome to Coffee Time with the Lion's Pride with your host, Cassidy Lightwing, the Lion. <laughs> and I am Kristen Harding. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, um, I will be fiddling with set with settings for a minute so that I can fix the chat. Uh, Kristen, I <sighs> hate to throw you under the bus. Bullshit. What? Out um, what? How? Uh, hmm. How would you like to open the show? With what subject? Oh, well, contrary to popular belief, we're fine. There, there have been rumors upon rumors upon rumors as to our unfortunate demise and someone claiming that they kept us off the air all last week. But tis lies, tis lies. Rumors of our deaths have been greatly exaggerated. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite dead yet. <laughs> All right. I'm not quite dead yet. I feel happy. I feel happy. Whoa, whoa. And bam, fixed. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> so now the now the chat window is fixed. We can uh, see you. We 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 can see you, and it's recording properly now. Um, Susie says hi, everyone. Hey, Susie. Now, ideally, once we get things working exactly right, we should have the guardian scroll right there in that little black square. You know, but for now, I got nothing to put there. So I'm gonna put the the, the symbol there while we're while we're talking. So anyhow, we have been gone for a while. Some of you may have noticed we are okay. Kristen's been okay the whole time. She's been helping me through it. I, however, ended up in a very, very unpleasant situation and place. Uh, where is the freaking BVS logo? There we go. Aha! Oh, it's huge. Hold on a second. Will I make it not so huge? Not something you want to hear from a guy, usually. <laughs> you just walk right into those so easily, Kevin. Well, you know, it's kind of my job. Alrighty. Okay, so I'm going to leave that there for a second while I tell the story. Okay, so basically, as, as uh, a lot of you might know, we had recently gone to Florida for the uh, Make-A-Wish. Now, some of you may maybe recall, some of you may not. Uh, I, I got down a bite of cheeseburger and two chicken sticks the entire weekend. Or weekend, my butt, it was a whole week. Uh, mm -hmm. This, combined with all the stress um, of going there, coming back, the sun moved. Uh, basically, it all moved together into a perfect storm, and I landed in the hospital. Uh, I damn near split my intestines open again, like the original Stockton situation. So I had to take a minute. Now, here's the problem. In our absence, uh, 
somebody who shall remain nameless, Liana McCoy. Um, <laughs> well done, you. <laughs> took it upon herself to spread rumors that she defeated us. <laughs> and has been attacking uh, certain members, members of our audience, this is not going to fly. Hmm. Okay. We, I've had enough. I'm not playing nice. You know, it, it's, it, it's, it's not okay. Hey, Robert, <clears throat> how you doing, man? And Susie says, that sounds perfect. I'm glad you like it. Basically, what it boils down to is this. Every once in a while when you're in this business, some snake oil salesman or shyster will pop up and say, oh, look at me, I'm more powerful than you. And it's like, okay, the minute somebody starts talking about how they're more powerful or whatever, like like putting gamer levels in it or some shit, you know they're, they're you, that, that's like your first clue. They're full of, full of ass. Um, so we'll be dedicating a special episode to Liana and uh, basically proving to everybody that essentially she's just mad because I wouldn't leave Shannon and the kids for her. And yes, I have the receipts. So between presenting a, a kidnapping threat to Char, uh, attacking our, our audience members, attacking Kristen, attacking Poe, attacking Bobby now, I've had it. Anyone who's close to you. Yeah, basically. Hey, Robert, he says. Oh, hey, hold on. I got to move it out because the words aren't big enough. Uh, Liana, uh, Susan says, I didn't know Liana is back at her games. Yeah, Susie, that's one of the things that I've been dealing with. That's one of the reasons yeah. why I haven't had as much time to catch up on the work as possible. Now, for those of you who are, who are wondering about the Guardian Scroll, yes, this is exactly what the Guardian Scroll hasn't been updated. Notice none of the stuff that Cassidy works on has been updated all week. That's why. Now, it's easy for, for people to say, oh, look at me, I cursed him. But those of you who've, been, who've known me the longest and, you know, like outside real life friends, as well as those who've been following the show for any length of time, you'll be perfectly aware that my gut issues started a long ass time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this week on Midnight Symphony, we'll be dealing with Liana as well as uh, general rules on how to deal with charlatans, snake oil salesmen, and fakers who are trying to use you to build their cult. And we'll also going we're going in by special request for Lucas. We'll be going into the science and how to use not not like explaining the science of all this, but how to use science to prove to yourself what's real and what's not. Especially yes. for those of you, yeah. So basically, I'll be sharing my methods. Uh, we'll be talking about scientific method in general, and we'll be you know, but it'll be a little bit about how science and spirituality marry, but mostly it'll be how you can take it upon yourself at home to do the science yourself to prove to yourself whether or not you're real. Great. I wouldn't take this before any board of science, but it's for you, you know. Well, truth resonates inside yourself. Exactly. For those for you Babylon Five fans, the truth points to itself. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, Susie Liana is back uh, now. Now Susie, there is uh, one of uh, people, one of the people that uh, that Liana tried to put the cult on. So if Susie wants to join the show for that, uh, you're very well, very very welcome to, hon. Okay. Yeah. But it's not even close to required. Basically, 
you can prove that she's essentially an unhinged person who got celebrity crush, which is kind of cool for me because it kind of means we're celebrities. Like I would Z say level, it was more. Still... I would say it was more bitter grapes. Um, she doesn't want anyone that she doesn't have any connection to uh, to be successful. You know, and that's kind of the opposite of love, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Someone who professes to love you and your family and then turns on you. You know, Romans 3.13 has something to say about that. Yes, it does. May I? Go ahead. Their throats are open graves. Their tongues practice deceit. And the poison of vipers is on their lips. That works. Mm-hmm. It should be noted at this point that uh, the word that people use for the devil, Satan, it actually is a Hebrew word which just means deceiver. Mm-hmm. So anybody trying to put the cult on you is acting as a Satan. Or a false witness. Or for those of you into the Wheel of Time, Shaitan. Aha. So... <laughs> Yeah, the, the new Wheel of Time oh, series is well. out. I am happy. Huh? Oh, wreck it well. Satine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but every time you met Wreck-It Ralph, I gotta, gotta bring it up. There's no one I'd rather be than me. So. <clears throat> I'm more of a fix-it Felix myself. That's true. That's true. And you're all, all you know, lovey-dovey and such. Robert says, look most at all these. The that, that's true. Most of the time. Robert says, look at all these rumors around me every day. Dude, right? It's like, dude, we, we got a lot more real, a lot more important things to deal with, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why, that's why we're folding this into an episode about how to deal with charlatans in general, you know? Because mm-hmm. Proverbs 19.9 says a false witness will not go unpunished, and whosoever pours out lies will perish. Yes, ma'am. Not me. Battle. Not me. Robert says, can we discuss 5D and Ascension? I'm, I'm putting the whiny tone on it. Can we discuss 5D and Ascension? Because that's how I feel. Like, Can we just talk about something fun, please? Like, like Bigfoot and the CIA? Yes, I would be happy to. First off, family update. Char's doing great. Uh-huh. Um, and then let me scroll back up and read the first comments of the day. And that is Christopher Tucker with, I love you. And hello, I love you too, broski. We need to schedule a return to, to the, you know, the interview shows. I will get, I will get to you as soon as I can. Things are going good. And then followed by Drac with good afternoon. Hey Drac. Yeah. So when, where did my window, there it is. All right. <clears throat> nah, da, 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 da. So yes, 5D and Ascension. Now that's actually a really, really good subject to discuss right now. Now all over the world, a lot of people uh, are sort of coming to this conclusion that the end of the world might be nigh. Mm. I had to explain, I had to, I had, to, I had to think about how to word that very, very, very carefully. Mm-hmm. Now that's that's the down that down and out. We can all turn on the news and see that that's not what you come here for. Now here's the thing. 
Okay. Now, along with uh, with everything terrible the news is trying to throw at us, have you noticed that truths are starting to make it through? Mm-hmm. Okay. Great and powerful men are starting to let the truth slip out of their own mouths. In case in point, uh, they're not even trying to hide the fact that the uh, COVID vaccine doesn't prevent transmission. Who said so? Who's got two thumbs? That that right there. She's got two thumbs. But um, no, in all seriousness, these truths are coming out these people's mouths like they're vomiting. You know, they were unable to stop Giselle from the uh, from protecting Epstein and his web of individuals. And Epstein Galeen? is actually being tried in absentia. What was that? Galeen? Galeen Maxwell? Yeah, I, was not, I wasn't going to try to pronounce her name because I know I butcher it. <laughs> and quite frankly, I have, I'll have a lot of respect for her trying to repent the way she is. Well, mm-hmm. it seems. So what, I want, mm-hmm. what I'm trying to point out is that in ways that are, or rather were imperceptible until now it's too late, the uh, blue flame is bubbling up like magma under, their, under the concrete of their forests and their towers are toppling. Now, I'm not talking about like their physical like buildings. What what we said from the very beginning, we are not here to draw blood. There's no more need for bloodshed. Okay, we're talking about truths that set everyone free equally. Okay, people ask us all the time. Well, well, if this is true, why would the government allow you to operate? Because we don't mess with the government. This is for everybody equally. What we're doing here, however. Certain people have gone too far, and those that have gone too far will be crushed under the weight of those they would bring down with them. Hence why Epstein didn't kill himself. And while we're on that kick, uh, uh, let's go, Brandon. Anyway, I couldn't remember the phrase for a second. What? What is that all about? Will you explain it to me, Lucy? Okay, really, really short version because it goes into politics. Uh, people were shouting, "Fuck!" We're shouting, we're chanting, "Fuck Joe Biden!" Uh, in in a, in a stadium. But fuck Joe Biden. And uh, YouTube, you can't get me for that. I'm reporting the situation that happened. I'm not saying fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> um. And in all seriousness, for anybody who voted voted for Joe Biden and think I'm mad at you, no. I, I literally, it's none of my damn business who you voted for, for friends, loved ones. I'm not one of those people that, that, that like blames you for what I'm mad at the president doing, no matter who the president is. Screw that. Anyway, so the announcer of the game decided to, oh, let's listen. Uh, they're, they're, um, they're chanting, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. And so the conservatives. Oh, you picked... kidding me. That is what that's about? Literally. Yeah. Sad, huh? Wow. Now, the reason why we're why we're going into this, and, 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 and this is not about politics. This is about five D and ascension, right? There is a growing rumor among certain Christians and among certain faithful of pretty much every religion that the prophecies are being fulfilled. Okay, I've actually had people asking me, "Are we being raptured?" Like people that are noticing wrongs or just sort of writing themselves, you know. Uh, all of the signposts that we that, that that I personally use point to a major shift up into in the in the vibrational spectrum, but it's 
it was never going to look like what people wanted to. You know, it's never going to be like blue beams in the sky and things like that. Although I would like to be wrong on that. If I get a vote, I would like to be wrong on that, please. <sighs> Revelation, seven seals. Right. Do you want me to tell you, to remind you what they are? Uh, not at the moment. I was just jamming until the ambulance passed. Okay. Because I thought you were riding... I thought you were riding like, you know, one of the riders of the red horse or the black horse or the pale horse. You know, it is, it, it would shock some of you guys how many people think I'm either the Antichrist or one of the riders of the apocalypse or some crazy nonsense. Can't I just be a dude who draws boobies for a living? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know the Bible. I draw titties. I mean, so come much on. More than porn come on there's more to life there is. There is. you might say there's more than meets the eye <laughs> autobots roll out <laughs> we will transform you my dear robert says they picked up the brandon chant to encapsulate the outrage against the administrators in the msm oh dude very well said i'm gonna Concise and to the point, man. Nice. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm I'm saying let's go, Brandon, too. But you guys, and I've been mad at Joe Biden since the 1994. So, so is that one of those duples, the double meanings, where when you're saying uh, "let's go, Brandon," you're actually saying "f you, Biden"? Yes, that is oh, the double entendre. Oh, dear Lord. It's like Southerners saying, isn't that nice? Yeah. But for you Brandons out there, how good does this feel? Like, despite <laughs> your despite your, your political leanings, this has got to be pretty empowering. <laughs> we have a nephew named Brandon. That's why I'm giggling so much. Right. Okay, there we go. Mm -hmm. Drax says, and now I've got Beast Wars running through my head. I, I never said I was an Optimus Prime in a former life. In cartoon world. Sometimes I wish I was a turtle. That way it would make this action a lot more funny. <laughs> turtle power. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Oh, we have our first song cue of the day. Raphael. He's the leader of the group, transformed from the norm by the nuclear goop. Pizza's the foods that's sure to please. These ninjas are into pepperoni and cheese. No fair. That's actually one of my all-time favorite songs, too. It was on the, the soundtrack for the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live-action movie. Uh, Robert says, Little Johnny came up with Transformers upon hearing of Metatron. Is that why Metatron and Megatron are... are like? See, I have this theory that, that Megatron is what happens when Metatron goes in drag. True story. <laughs> Oh, I missed. Oh, I missed one of Drax's earlier posts. Uh, da, 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 da. Andrea says that I I can say fuck Joe. Well, yeah, you're in Romania. You're allowed to, and I'm pretty sure like Dracula will rise from the grave if somebody tries to stop you. Like, there's a whole video game series about that. Uh, yeah, Leon, uh, Susan says it is sad that Liana's life is only concern is taking people down in life. What a sad. Yeah, I'm not gonna read the rest of that. Y'all can see it. Um. 
exactly and that's why we're you know and that is the opposite of ascension because when you are stuck in that negative pull of wanting to harm or have revenge that is not that's all 3d and what we have to do is somehow release those old ideas and let everyone live in the light and the love and that's about ascension and yeah and i agree and that's exactly what we're looking at here the vibration as we move forward the vibration that we're experiencing is increasing and again point point you got to look at all the mandela effect signposts including isaiah 11 6 which we read we read a few episodes ago which was like last week before last but whether you believe that the Bible is a holy book or not is irrelevant when we're talking about the uh, Mandela effect. It's still proof. Okay, if you can pick up a 600-year-old Bible and the ink on the page is in different places, okay, then Mandela yeah. effect. Right. Now, just for, for, for the purposes of declaration, I do believe that, that the Bible is at least partially holy. I don't, I don't think any works touched by man are completely sancti sanctimonious. No, no, sanctimonious does work, though. Um, anyway, but yeah, so I do believe that the Bible sanctified? is holy. I declare this. Hmm? Were you looking for sanctified? I think so. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to try to read this comment, but James Wolf is using Elite Speak, so I'm not so good at that. He says, yeah, like you have, have to deal with me. I am Marda Huria Susan Pina Imda. I don't understand what you're trying to say. I mean, it says humans that got thrown out of heaven back to earth, some of them here so i have my my own language piece out well congratulations that's one way to get somebody to really pay attention to what you're saying <laughs> drax says the world is well, ending because thank it's you always... for the peace out yes appreciate peace it out right back at you Drax says the world is always ending because it's always being reborn and changing. That is another fact, you know, and again, that, that goes to, yeah, it all seems to work right back around to the Ascension right now. And which is kind of a little bit, you know, so Susie says we each need to embrace the light and let Pat, let past hurts go. So anger and fear don't hold up, hold us from our future. Agreed. So what about PTSD help? Okay, PTSD is is a little bit different and it's a little bit harder to deal with. Now, post-traumatic stress disorder happens when your body has learned to survive by uh, utilizing certain mental pathways, uh, certain mental yeah. scripts, if you will. Okay. But and you can get triggered very easily. Not me. Not me. I wouldn't know anything about this. I've just read about PTSD. I'm pointing the finger right here, sir. Right here. Well, you hide it better than I do. Well, it's amazing, though, even after all this time and steadfast work of dealing with that darkness, yeah. it still, it still can be triggered. Just boop. So then you have to work backwards and figure out, okay, what needs to be dealt with? What do I need to look at? 
Do I need to look at this in a different light? Is this a valid fear? Mm -hmm. If it's a valid fear, what can I do about it? If I can't do anything about it, oh, why am I wasting the energy? Right. See, survival situations, fight or flight situations um, tend to cause your neurons to go into a sort of overdrive. So they write faster. Okay. And harder. The, like that, that, that's one of the reasons why incidents where you have to struggle really stick in your mind, okay? mm -hmm. especially the failures. And that's that, that's, that's where that human negative bias comes in handy. Okay. So now the reason why this is problematic, okay, is because your body gets convinced. Now this is where your body is separate. It needs to be considered separate. Okay. Now, again, this, that doesn't change the illusion of separation. But kind of like when you're going to an oncologist and he just looks at the cancer, we're just looking at this portion of your of, of your of your being. Okay, the body needs to be understood as separate from the mind for this purpose. All right, because the, what the body, the actual neural pathways, like the actual cells, all right, what they consider as a survival trait, you have to untrain in the case of PTSD, and it's not easy because mm -hmm. you essentially have to muster up enough oomph to overcome the survival situation you were placed in and that takes mm -hmm. time or fresh trauma but i wouldn't recommend that one mm -hmm. <laughs> that's why my favorite thing to say to myself is don't panic yeah and yeah it's from the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy and yeah 42 but it's very sound advice don't panic and that's why it seems counterintuitive, but that's why you have to face your fears and face the things that bother you. That's why, like, in, in personal life and even on the show, I don't I tell people, don't you ever walk on eggshells. If you have to say something, even if it'll trigger my PTSD, you do it. All right. To put it in Harry Calm, Harry Calm. Wow. I got ahead of myself to put my, to put it in Harry Potter terms. Keep calm and save Voldemort. Voldemort. Yeah. Face the fear. Face it. Now, this leads us to a lot of controversy right now because some of the most effective ways of overcoming PTSD are not politically correct. And without making, without triggering anybody, uh, for, for example, for example, uh, survivors of sexual violence, there are techniques, you know, and situations that we get find ourselves in which are extremely cathartic but if you even mention it then all these people who have never been had violence done upon them come out of the woodwork and like oh you can't say that that triggers me then go read the courage to heal. no just go read the courage to heal and get over yourself i'm gonna stick with my answer on this one um go <laughs> fuck yourselves you stay out of my life you mm -hmm. you weren't here mm-hmm you know, you do bring up a valid point, and that is, is that no one has identical experiences. No one feels the pain or the shame or the guilt the same way, even in the same identical situation. Right. So, yeah, stand up for yourself. Absolutely. If you want to say F you, say F you. Yeah. But I prefer to say get over yourself and start helping other people because that puts a little bit of humility humility on them you know and it makes it make it takes your mind off yourself 
yeah. when you give to other people. Yeah. So the best thing for people with PTSD, first thing you got to do is find a different way to feel about the about what happened. Um, right. Without going into uh, non politically correct stuff, for example, with with me and my father, <clears throat> I, I had to see it a different way. You see what I mean? And that way was I had to look at it as he's just a guy doing his best. He was a kid when he had a kid, you know. That's compassion. Yeah. Um, It's also, I believe, a very healing tool to look at a situation that way, take it apart and say, you know, you're not visiting their intention, but you're looking at it from an objective point of view and not an emotional one. And I have actually gone back and changed different, like different, it's almost like in one of those movies where you can freeze time and you move things just slightly out of the way so they don't hit you as hard. Yeah. yeah, I do that in my head and I go back and revisit it and have a different outcome, especially if it's been haunting me or taking up too much real estate in my brain. I'm like, no, no more of this. I have the right to be happy and joyful and here's your song cue ain't nothing gonna keep me down ain't nobody gonna hold me down <laughs> whoa no right? oh, no i got to keep on moving ain't nobody gonna <laughs> break up my spine <laughs> i grew up thinking that was the real legit word by the way <laughs> How about stride? Yes, yes, I I, I figured that out later. <laughs> All right, James says you pronounce my name Marduraya Zuzampian. Everyone goes up, then get throws back down. Joey, the never gonna ding is never is Joey never gonna give us up? Is he is he never gonna let us down? Is he never gonna? <laughs> uh, I can't the. Back down and Joey, the never ending fall. That's yeah. I I'm trying, Broski, but I'm blind and English ain't my first language. <sighs> Je ne comprends pas. Sorry, I don't understand it either. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, and I'm going to go ahead and say this out loud because, quite frankly, some people need to hear it. Um, in the case of the, of people recovering from sexual violence, is a double whammy of being reinforced by a fight or flight situation and re being reinforced by a sexualization. This is a nasty double whammy. It really, really is. And you guys can look up the percentages for yourself if you're interested on the number of people who sexualize what happened to them as a way, as a path to the to catharsis. Now you have to wonder why all these people in the internet are attacking all the ways to heal from these things. You just have to... Hmm. No, no, you're not allowed to heal from that. You have to keep being in pain because you being out of pain about what happened to you triggers me. No. It's time yeah. to put our foots down. Yeah, there was actually an ad on our television, regular television, because I won't have cable in my room, thanks. Um, and it was saying that there's been new changes in the law. So if ever you were abused, you can come forward. The statute of limitations is no longer in effect. 
So I hope that heals a lot of people to be able to say what happened to them so they don't have to hide it inside themselves and then let it go. Yeah. That's not who they are. Yep. And that's what I say to people who have been victimized. What happened to you happened, and I'm sorry for it. But that's not who you are. You have a whole life, a full life that you can lead if you just try. The point is, the point that we're trying to make is that no one has the right to tell you how to heal. Right. If you if you need to go to the to the to the gym and then punch out the sandbag for a while, do it. You know. Well, you could do like my husband did for me and go to garage sale and buy all the cheap glasses for a nickel a piece and then hand them to me so I could throw them in the dumpster one by one. It was awesome. That's pretty cool. I like that. Wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, the sound of glass breaking is very healing. Mm-hmm. I love it. Incidentally, so is the sound of uh, xenomorph uh, exoskeleton crunching, releasing a torrent of pressurized uh, acid into the atmosphere. And Char says they're not scary anymore. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> I got to tell that story. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Char was terrified of the xenomorph. Now, if you know anything about Cassidy, you know the Xenomorph is Cassidy's favorite movie monster. Uh, I put it in, I put it in all of my games to the point where the, the group actually got tired of it. Like, like they actually like rebelled in one campaign because they thought it was going to be an Aliens game. And I'm like, we already did Aliens in Star Trek. Why should we do it twice? And for those of you who are going Aliens in Star Trek, yeah, it was fun. Anyway, the cool part about Aliens in Star Trek is it's really not scary. It, it, it's still the Federation. Once they, once you, once the group got like a single sample and whatnot, like problem solved, scrape them off the hull, move on. Trouble with triples. Right. You know, they're scary looking. So, all right, there's that. Keep that in mind. Put a little pin, put a little penny pin in that. <clears throat> so Shannon insisted recently, actually Jake insisted that I get something for myself and uh, Shannon you know, help me decide, which is the new game Aliens Fires Team Elite. Now, if you've heard bad things about it, I'll rant about it on another episode. That's not what this is about. So I'm having a good time killing monsters. Like, Yay! I'm shooting bugs. It's fun. Shara sees me having so much fun. She comes over. She goes, hey, Daddy, what you playing? I'm like, would you like it to play? And she goes, I would like to play. And she sits down and she's having fun. She's shooting guys and shooting. She goes, and then she stops. Pause the game and goes, that's the xenomorph. And I said, yeah, not so scary once you've been shooting on him for a while, huh? She's like, no. Kill xenomorphs. It was good. It's like Martians and country music, man. Right. And for those of you who are wondering where the Char show is. Okay. Now the stage is which headsets work with which of her hearing aids. So, still working on it. Everything else. We have a couple of ideas in mind. Working on it. Uh, Richard says, Climate of fear, people. Incite fear in the general public to achieve political or workplace goals through emotional bias. Used a lot in social, in societies, in all societies these days. That is very true. And that's part of what we want to talk about with the, uh, with the, uh, oh, the kid, the dude. Rittenhouse. Yeah. Because essentially people's emotions are being used to pull their strings like puppets and it is not okay. It isn't. 
because I was one of those little marionettes. I had no idea until I actually listened to the details. I had been spun by the media to think that he was a white supremacist vigilante. That's how they portrayed him on our local television. I had no idea what he actually did and went through. Now, the cool part is, guys, the techniques we're going to teach you about how to figure out whether or not magic and spirituality is real for yourself also apply to the media. Mm -hmm. So you can research these things and not get caught unawares. Um, Yeah, the situation with Rittenhouse is much more uh, screwed than people think, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. So... Oh, thank you, James. I appreciate it. I, I do. I, I really appreciate the effort you put into doing the lead speak. And it, it's a really good technique for those of you who are watching. It's a good technique to get people to really read what you're saying. So I, I appreciate it. But thank you because blind. So and I said, I said, you all go up, then you get thrown back down. Then you have to read my language with a phonetic pronunciation. Atheists are in for a big. Oh, yeah, damn right. They are. Atheists are in for a big surprise. You, you all are. I got kicked out of heaven. I'm going to. I'm going back up. Going back up. So you all have fun. That never-ending falls a real bitch. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Well, good luck on your journey. And if you get to heaven, yeah, do me a favor and uh, do me do me a favor. If you get back to heaven, get the guys off the crank and let the ladder back down. Cool. <laughs> so. Gary says, are aliens a threat to us or here to help us? Yes, and on both counts. And now I want to go into this one, we're just, just very, very brief. I was born in Denver, Colorado, right? I am what's called an EBE, an extra biological entity. That means this right here is being piloted by a consciousness somewhere else, okay? This does not mean I'm possessed. Okay, our, <laughs> our technology functions via light and whatnot. This is how we do, this is how we travel, all right? So depending on your point of view, I'm an alien or not. Personally, I just want to be the guy that draws some boobies and dresses like Han Solo. That being said, we are here to help. Now, I, now I, when I say we, it is the human tendency to look at a, at a singular example of a species or situation and then assume that all like members of the species are the same. Like, for example, you watch, you watch a uh, uh, good example. Um, uh, Star Wars. Okay, you watch Star Wars, you see Chewbacca, and you think, oh, so all Wookies are about that size, and they're kind of, kind of goofy, and they're kind of silly. And then Episode Three comes out, and you realize that uh, Chewie was actually a runt, and uh, he was not a, a a prototypical example of the Wookie species. And so it goes with the UFO crowd and uh, extraterrestrial and extrabiological entities. Okay, the instinct is to say, oh, well, all Lyrans are good guys and all Dracos are bad guys. And that isn't even remotely the case. Mm-mm. It's divided more by tribe. You know, we align ourselves to others that share our goals. You see, so when I say we in this case, I mean the tribe of light is here to help. The tribe of shadow, not so much. The tribe of darkness, now here's where it gets confusing. People tend to think of the Dracos and all this stuff that's going on in the world right now as the darkness. This is not the darkness, this is the shadow. When the darkness pops its head up, light and shadow work together to pound it down because nobody wants darkness. Darkness is oblivion. And oblivion does have agents that work in this world. Okay? 
And darkness uh, is the nothing. Yeah. People will often say, Cassidy, you gotta shut up. You gotta, you gotta get his attention. And to that, I have to say, come for us, Gamok. We are a Treyu. We are. So, yeah, not everybody is here to help. All right, and that's a sad fact. I wish I mm-hmm. wish it were otherwise. Um, but it's also what we have to do though is recognize the ones that are yeah. as our family, our star family, as you as it were. And you will find that when you are aligned that way, that there are so many similarities. It's like, wait, how do I know you? Wait, 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 what? You think the same way? That's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty rare. And when you find someone who thinks like you and you understand each other, marry them. <laughs> uh, Robert says it's a communist plot to sap and purify our precious bodily fluids. Uh, you are closer to the truth than you think, but it's not communist. It's it's got nothing to do with communism. Uh, communism versus capitalism is another layer of the game. And by the way, to the socialists out there who want to say, "But real socialism never, has never been tried," neither is real capitalism. What we're dealing with right now is not true capitalism. It's uh, radically interfered with. But the war of the one percent against the rest of us. Pretty much, yeah. Now, as far as the as the as the uh, plot, Atrax says, "If you're a Treyu, I'm Falcor." Does that mean I get to write? Oh you? hell yeah! Does that mean I'm the childlike empress? Oh, moon child. That works. That works. <laughs> These look like big, effeminate hands, don't they? <laughs> I always thought he said big, strong hands. No, oh, no, 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 no. Secret, uh, secret behind the scenes. Rockbiter was was a flaming drag queen. Yeah, true. Okay, I wish the I, I wish the uh, the, uh, the the podcast people could see the the podcast listeners could see the faces I'm making. But no, you're you're absolutely right, man. Um, we said we said back in the beginning, before this was even a pandemic, <laughs> when this was still just, hey, there's a new weird flu coming out. Of here. Um, mm-hmm. This is your planet's first brush with something called bioeugenic warfare. Now, biological warfare has been done on this planet many times, but never mm-hmm. bioeugenic. Agent Orange. Agent Orange wasn't that one. Um, I'm not sure if Agent Orange is classified classified. Easy for you to say. Apparently not. Um, I'm not sure if it's if it's classified as biological or chemical warfare, but bio, no, bio, bio eugenic warfare, right, is war is biological warfare with a specific purpose of controlling the outcome of a population. Um, a lot of things are coming together to to make for for a perfectly screwed situation, but that's the purpose of the ascension. Okay, it is time for your people to understand that problems are bigger than I'm gonna punch it. You know, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love watching. I love watching Captain America punch out some Nazis on the big on the big screen, but it just ain't that simple in the, these days. Yeah. So, Charlotte says that was chemical. Thank you, bro. Richard says, "Are we not all aliens? I would be classified as an alien if I went to America." See, that's exactly my point. Now, that's why that that's why I have to to 
you know, point out that it's all it's all a matter of how you uh, classify things taxonomically. If you basically, my origin point is no different than anyone else's. We are all one. We are all blue lights. You see, as I've said many times, you the best one of the best parts about this is when a human awakens and remembers and like, hey, I remember who I was. You, you, you're a kid. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. They're like, you, no, you're, you're just a kid. That's what I've been saying. No, but you don't understand. You're, you're, you're the. That's what I've been saying. They don't want to hear that, Cassidy. Oh, and that's because in 3D, I'm six and a half feet tall and have trouble translating <laughs> the idea that I'm a runt. So. But yeah, exactly, dude. We are we are, we are all aliens in some fashion, and quite frankly, to the visitors, you're aliens to them. You know, that's one of the things I like about Rick and Morty. They play with that a lot. But the the best way to look at it came from the Dalai Lama, and man, I wish I could take the credit for being this wise. You know, but the Dalai Lama said, you know, soon we will have contact with uh, non-terrestrial races, and you will find we will find out that they are the same. Well, maybe three eyes, maybe two noses, but same, same. And he's absolutely right. You know, the thing, the thing that makes you human, that spark, that is universal. White, black, brown, purple, uh, Rigelian, Lijarian, Klingon, flying plate of spaghetti. The thing that makes you sapient, that little spark inside you that knows that you have a name is infinite. Would you call that soul? Um, I would say that it's something above soul. Uh, that's when you when that's when you when it gets handed to understand these things in higher a higher like scientific resolution. Like for example, the in Egyptian taxonomy, the soul, the what you would call soul, is divided up into nine parts. So when they say soul, they're talking about all nine parts and the sum of all nine that's greater than all of them. And then that's the alpha and the omega. But then what most people say, what most people are referring to when they say soul, the Egyptians would call the ka. Do you see what I mean? And so, the body is the ba. Indeed. That's actually where we get the word body from is ba. <clears throat> uh, Shiloh says, do I heal faster or are you traveling a little faster in time? I actually heal faster. It's I can do I can do some time travel, but I do not have enough energy for another jump. I wasted. Uh, I can't believe I just said that. It was you not a waste. waste. You did not waste. Oh, I spent it, but it was not wasted. But I, I essentially had enough energy for about three and a half jumps. Um, I've used all three. Uh, no. If you look into physics, you you'll see that the best your best scientists have estimated that it would take roughly the energy put up by three galaxies to do a time travel jump in such a way that you could affect the past. That's about accurate. But I've also said to you guys before that we were a type four or five society. I can never remember the actual Kardashev scale. Sorry, we don't. We're beyond gathering energy from galaxies. We're gathering energy from within. You see, so it's entirely possible. Please. Like in Doctor Strange, where they they utilize energy from different planes of existence. Yes, ma'am. Energy can come energy to do magic can come from anywhere. 
and that's where it, some sources are profane, some sources are holy, some sources are neutral. Uh, but so yeah, my body heals faster. The uh, it's a literal. It's like a, it's a it's a cellular mitosis issue. This has been clocked and documented by the medical people. It is pretty cool. Um, at rest, I heal at roughly twenty five times human norm, which is not faster than humanly possible. It's up there, but it ain't Guinness yet. However, the greater the trauma, the faster it heals, which has been confusing the crap out of all the doctors, including me. That should not work. Uh, that didn't. That's not the way it worked back home. I mean, healing rates were still pretty, pretty standard. So something else is going on here. I attribute it to essentially father. You know, for lack of I was going to say guardian angels. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. James says, we are not aliens. Mother Earth is where all humans are come come from. You have no idea who we are and where we come from. It, dude, why do you say that? I, that's what I've been saying the whole damn time. <laughs> like people, people accuse, uh, people, people like, okay, here, here's a good example. Like on ESETI or, or these other shows, they'll have somebody who channels Lyrans on there and they'll be like, oh, the Lyrans created humans. And I'm sitting here going, no, we did not. You won't get us in trouble with the boss. No, Mother Earth is unique in the galaxy. James is absolutely correct. But I would I would ask you, James, don't don't be quite so adversarial with me, man. It, it you got to understand. I'm trying to I'm trying to condense like thousands of years of knowledge into an hour a day. It, it's not easy. So, but yeah, um, bodily I heal faster. Great big so big idea. Sharp. Great big idea. Eepity living space. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, so does Char. And if you at home would like to find out, it, like for for example, if you're a star seed or you maybe feel like maybe you're a little different, there's a ways to check to see if you have a uh, chromosomal anomalies. Now, the way you find out to, to see if you are of the same chromosomal bloodline that I am from, I can't speak through any other chromosomal bloodline yet. More information as I get it. But the way to figure that out, to figure out if you're from the chromosomal line that I am from, which is shared by Akhenaten and, yes, Jesus Christ, um, of Nazareth. I am not him. And, mm. No messianic complexes here. Yeah, my dad has a messiah complex. I'm trying to avoid one. But um, what you do Maybe is... Maybe rest in peace. Yes, indeed. That's a whole other episode. Anyway, ha! what you do is you ask for a genetic test concerning congenital learning defects. Okay, and that that tells them to look for a specific spot in your in your chromosomal chromosomal matrix <sighs> at a specific chromosome, which in most humans is considered a junk chromosome. It, it, it's, <laughs> but amongst awakened individual, that chromosome is doing stuff. And the human scientists are aware of it now, and they're documenting it. And that's actually one of the big coups for the show, as I pointed out, that you can change your own DNA. And everybody was like, no, that's crazy. Oh, 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 oh I guess it's not. Cassidy was right again. Kitty! So, yeah, depending, aliens, not aliens. I don't like that distinction. We have to deal with it because... We have to, you know, but truth be told, I'm no, I'm no more alien than anyone else. I can just 
remember the path that brought me here. That's the only difference. Yeah, it's almost like reincarnation and being able to remember all your past lives. It's just one of them originated somewhere else. Exactly. And the idea that we are all one, you know, as, as put forth by pretty much every Messiah figure in history, is true on that energetic level. We are literally all one. You, this may surprise you, you were me in a past life. You know, we have a, we have a few, a couple of viewers and former guests on the show, friends of the show that can remember being me, you know, because they can remember their past lives. A lot of people say, I want to remember my past lives. No, you don't. <laughs> you remember, want to remember the good parts, but being right. able to remember incarnations other than this one can lead to insanity. Mm -hmm. That's why they call it the veil. Exactly. So we were all each other in a past life. It doesn't matter where, what planet you were what planet you spent a million years ago yeah <laughs> well you're getting into dangerous territory now because six million years ago stuff happened Cassidy. oh yeah <laughs> well, don't you know I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dark god from beyond the pale of infinity <laughs> for those of you listening on itunes i am rolling my eyes with the force of a thousand suns You know, so alien, not alien, terrestrial, not terrestrial, biological, EBE, these are all illusory distinctions, but we have to deal with them. Okay, the, the, the only factor that matters is that you're you. Here today, you are you. Here today, right now, I am Cassidy. She is Kristen. And that's all that matters. Okay. That's why I love that saying, the namaste saying, because the way I saw it translated is the light inside me thinks the light inside you is freaking awesome. <laughs> I like that. Mm -hmm. Christy says, hello there, fam. Hey, Christy. I was just talking about your research. <sighs> yeah, so Ascension 5D, it's... This is why I have to organize the, the, the shows by subject. It's it's too big. So for today, we're just talking about the, or well, we were, have been, it's almost the end of the show now, but for just, so for today, we've just been talking about the way the, the path is being set. The world is raising in vibration. Now this has a many, many, many consequences, both good and bad. Way too many to deal with here. But for today, what matters is is that the, the with the increase of the vibration of the planet, there's more energy to go around. And I'm not just talking about like oil and renewable energies. I'm talking about life energy, energy of willpower. Okay, the, the planet's population is waking up. We're seeing it happen in front of us. Okay, and we're seeing attacks on that too. We're seeing things that try to bring down your energy and bring down your vibration and bring you back into fear because what happens when you're in fear, you're easy to control. Exactly. Which will bring us after the comment to the final point, which is Kyle Rittenhouse. James says, I'm 3% Jewish, 25% Cherokee, Irish, English, Scandinavian, and Western European DNA. Do you all know who took the three pyramid tops and stole the all-seeing eyes? I do know where they all are. 
I have my own pyramid, it's mine, and yes, it's here on Earth. I have the blueprints to the pyramid. Hmm, wonder what it's worth. Go to the name again and scroll through it till you find my picture. It's real and it's mine. Well, then maybe you can actually do something with all of this stuff instead of just talking about it. You know, walk the Earth. You know, see, that's the problem with and going back to, you know, people like Liana, you know, it, they want to be able to like own what we do here without putting two, three decades of work into it. See, the show works because we started the show after a lifetime of service. Mm-hmm. About Yeah. Now, as far as the idea of it being your pyramid, yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, whatever. Cool. But what can you do with it? What can you do about it? How can you make your life better for it? How can you make society better for it? You know, for example, very, very, very frequently, we, we encounter people who are, who are sending us private messages behind the scene like, no, I'm the one that's supposed to go on the pyramid. Then do it. Go for it, dude. Nobody said you couldn't. I don't want to go there. It's hot. Right? And there's, there's sand fleas. Right? There's all sorts of things there, man. And I don't want to go over there and scarabs and sleep in the dang tomb and get covered by spiders and scorpions. No! If you think you're so great, you do it! Not you personally, James. I'm saying like these people that send these messages. But they get so offended because they think they're the one, they're the chosen one and they're get mad at me. Like, then go be the chosen one, dude. I'm just Cassidy. Everything I am and do, I attribute to Father. Mm-hmm. It's like that book that I was reading to you the other day, The uh, Tales of the Reluctant Messiah. Good book. Richard Bach, good author. Yeah. And he didn't want it either. No, Messiah He found does. a way around it. He found a way around it because he doesn't like crowds. So he wrote it all down. Let people read it as they would. I just happen to be one of those people. Shallow says, big hot sandbox, right? Now, don't get <laughs> me wrong. I, 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 I would look forward to, like, if I had the ability to take on the pilgrimage, I would love to. I'd love to travel the world. I've never been outside of this hemisphere, you know? And the only other countries I've been to are Mexico and Canada, and I don't think that counts. Well, you know? It's more than me. I've never been to Mexico or Canada. Cool. Right? See, you're a world traveler by comparison. But most of all, I want to go to Angkor Wat. I want to get my sword. I want to get a baby monkey. And then my life will be complete. No, that's that, 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 that my life won't be complete. But I really do want a baby monkey. So, like, so like I said, I'm not saying that, that you're that you're that you're the one one of these people doing this, James. But we, we get it all the time from people who they think they're some kind of messiah, so they're attacking me. And it's like I'm not a messiah. Why are you coming at me? You know. Let's just all get along, shall we? Right. If you're trying to save something, you don't go to war with it. James says, "I'm on Earth." Well, obviously, you're typing. Well, I mean, theoretically, you could be a disembodied intelligence inside the ghost of the internet, you know, stimulating. Or a bot. Or a troll. 
<laughs> Thank you for stopping me. I was about to Jean-Luc. Um, so he's been homeless several times. Yeah. Oh, it sucks to be me. See, I was with you until the last line, dude. That's not cool. It never, 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 never do the poor me. It sucks to be me thing. You know, you... why you? Why not? You know, we all have our crosses to bear, man. All of us. So don't ever ask why me or sucks to be me or any of that stuff. Be thankful. Be thankful that that your pain has been apportioned to you to carry it so that no one else has to. And then be grateful that other people were apportioned pain so that you don't have to carry that. And then realize that it all works together in something called the web of light, which is a form of psychic technology. That's why you pay it forward, folks. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I got, I got you. I misunderstood, James. Thank you. He says he's not doing poor me. He's just, you know, telling that he's experienced pain. Cool. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I misunderstand these things all the time. I believe that everyone who's been on this planet has experienced m- many kinds of pain mm-hmm. and many kinds of hurt. What really amazes me is that the the spirit inside of us makes us get back up and try again. That always just has uh, amazed, astonished, and delighted me to see people overcome adversity, to say, no, no more of this. That was, you know, that was yesterday. Today, I'm a different person. Yeah. Let's try again. Let's try a different way. Not the same way, because if you try it the same way, it's not going to work, and then people will think you're crazy. Yeah. Uh, Lucas says, when are you going to tell us how you tested your memories? I'm, I've told you, I'm getting to that. That was supposed to be on Friday with Midnight Symphony. Unfortunately, I was still in traction. So, yeah. but we're we're getting to it. So we might do that tomorrow. We'll see. Schedules are still, pardon me, schedules are still all very up in the air. But that is on the next episode of Midnight Symphony, Lucas, specifically by your request. So last thing we want to talk about, and we're already over time, so we're going to make it quick. Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay. Now, a lot of you are going to be immediately like, oh, wow, white supremacist. I'm just going to drop some facts here and let y'all make of them what you will. Fact number one, Kyle Rittenhouse ain't white. Kyle Rittenhouse is Hispanic. Why has the media lied about this? You have to ask yourself. And don't take my word for it, man. Look it up. So Kyle Rittenhouse was in town to defend his father's dealership. And in the process was begged by the Asian family across the street to help them because the mob was, for some random reason, the only place they were attacking in that spot was the minority-owned business. Funny that. Really funny that. The... One of the men that Kyle murdered was literally shouting nigger at the top of his lungs. And yes, I said it because the horror will not be dodged. I will look in Voldemort's eyes and say his name. And by the time I'm done, I promise you Voldemort will be saying mine. 
So the guy's a convicted child rapist, a literal child pederast, screaming nigger while he's trying to burn down a minority-owned business. Hispanic person shoots two white people to defend an Asian-owned business, and the media wants to call it white supremacy. You got to think about that. Now, I'm not saying he should have been. I'm not saying the verdict is right or wrong. It was right. Um, but that is not the official position of Leading Violin Studios. I'm just saying, ask yourself why all these facts are hidden. And the fact that he put out a fire in a dumpster that was being pushed towards a gas station. That's the Asian business, yeah. What would have happened? Boom. Yeah, everybody would have died. Yeah. So our point isn't whether Kyle was right or wrong. I believe he was right personally, but that is not the position of Bleeding Violin Studios. What we want you to do is ask yourself, why? Why? Why is the media running? Why is the media saying that Kyle Rittenhouse is a white person that was just running around indiscriminately shooting black people? Because they want no to incite more riot. They want to incite more riot. They want people to be fighting each other so that they can do what they want and get away with it. Yeah. Right? Now, here's the funny part. If you track the money for all the various outlets that are saying these crazy things, you know, oh, oh, why were Kyle was shooting black people? He's a white person and hiding. All of these news outlets can be traced back to being owned by one individual. George motherfucking Soros. Yeah. So who is it? What's really going on? You got far left media completely. We, we already, we've already gone now. Now, if, if you check out the far right media, they're seeing equally as crazy shit. All right. And those media outlets also owned by George Soros. So what you guys have here mm. with it, with this trial, even without the, with the, the COVID situation, what you have here with, the, with this trial, the outcome and the way it's covered, whether you agree with the decision or not is irrelevant. This is proof of what we've been saying. The same hands are controlling both sides. Tribalism. Big old Soros bird. Exactly. And yes, I'm angry. That's why I'm not angry at Kristen, angry at the You see, the left isn't the enemy. The right isn't the enemy. The enemy is tribalism itself. Tribalism is what's allowing the Dracos to come and, and pull your string. Tribalism is what's allowing the Kute to harvest freely right now. The enemy itself is the idea of needing an enemy. All right. This is going to sound weird, but bear with me for a second. What if thoughts themselves were conscious? And the bigger a thought gets, the more people share it, the more of a mind will say that it, that it develops. Okay. What if the idea of needing an enemy is taken on and has taken on a mind of its own? Just food for thought. Well, doesn't that kind of go back to the 60s when the hippies were saying make love, not war? Exactly. 
Exactly. And Raymond. Raymond! Hi, buddy. Raymond's been away for a while. Bonjour, Raymond. <laughs> Different Raymond, Ray. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, it's kind of like around World War II when they realized the need for secrecy within government. This, the secrecy mm -hmm. itself is now it's secrecy for secrecy's sake. It's picking an enemy for the enemy's sake. And then men and women and, and, and other who are utilizing that for their own profit. Do you see? I'm not mm -hmm. saying that Rittenhouse was right or wrong. Okay? I have an opinion that he was right. But I'm not saying objectively. But what we can say objectively is that almost without exception, the news outlets are corrupted. Both sides are saying wrong things that are patently, visibly, you can see the video in front of you, they're wrong. Mm -hmm. But there's a line from a movie that I like, a movie called Sin City. And the line is this. When you've got people saying what they know ain't true, you've got them by the balls. And that's a fact. So vibration is and increased vibration. That's cool. But we as a people have to make the choice. No more. No more. Play us out, Kristen. Unless you're that's something. all for now. No. No. No more is exactly how I feel too. No more. That's all for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. Never forget that you are amazing. You are loved. Be well. Be safe out there. And we'll see you on the next show. Bye. That's all the time we have for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to hit that like button and share with your friends. We have a great many people to reach, but we are only as strong as our signal. The world can be a scary place, but you don't have to face it alone. We love you, everybody. Be safe out there.